welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I'm Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Boatwright Library. Our faculty interview is with Dr. Yvonne Howe, Professor of Russian and International Studies. She is the editor of a new book, Red Star Tales, A Century of Russian and Soviet Science Fiction, published recently by Russian Life Books. Red Star Tales brings together 18 Russian science fiction works translated into English for the first time, spanning from path-breaking pre-revolutionary works of the 1890s through the difficult Stalinist era to post-Soviet stories published in the 1980s and 1990s. Yvonne, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And to start off our conversation, what inspired you to edit this collection of science fiction works? Well, basically, this book is a piece of a much longer arc of investigation, which has to do with the relationship between scientific knowledge and humanistic knowledge in different cultures. So the questions we ask in the humanities are pretty universal. I mean, what does it mean to be a human being? Why do we care about beauty, friendship, truth, and so forth? And likewise, the basic laws of science, as well as principles of the scientific method are pretty universal, otherwise science as we know it wouldn't work. So that's all fine and well, but when you look at how the scientific and the humanistic modes of inquiry interact in different societies, it strikes me that the relationship between the two is hugely variable. And that variability actually accounts for a lot of what we call cultural difference. You could argue, as I guess I'm trying to do here, that a big part of the seeming otherness of other cultures is the way modern science and modern humanistic thought are positioned in relation to each other and the way in which they interact at the level of everyday expectations, popular culture, notions of health, etc. So to turn to the specific example of Russia, the stories in this book reflect the characteristic Soviet obsession with science which had very little to do with practical goals, but was intertwined with a very powerful humanistic tradition, emphasizing spirituality and the search for transcendent meaning in human life. So this collection of science fiction stories from the kind of Russian Soviet 20th century is just one really interesting look at the way a different society imagines or kind of configures the relationship between science and the humanities just in a very different way. Thank you. And can you tell us about the current interest in Russian Soviet science fiction? Yeah, so in Russia itself, the current interest in science fiction, fantasy literature, and alternative histories is huge. But then again, these previously, what we used to call marginal genres, are pretty much ascendant, if not dominant, in all parts of the world today. A lot of the fantasy and the alternative history stuff is presumably motivated by sociopolitical upheaval and probably unfulfilled sociopolitical longings. When it comes to science fiction, a friend of mine likes to say, well, the world just caught up with the genre. So what he means by this is that our everyday world is basically has be, somehow become science fictional. Now, anybody who knows me would not peg me as a sci-fi fan, and they would be right. But I feel like I live in a science fictional world where I simply expect technology to do technology that I do not understand to tell me or to tell all of us um, 
kind of how, how to do things. So how to get to my destination, how to predict the effects of global warming, how to operate on my inner organs, you know, without making a mistake. A hundred years ago, that sort of thing, the type of thing that we expect of science and technology today, a hundred years ago, that kind of stuff was called magic. And now it's called, you know, turn on your GPS. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Yvonne. Well, how does this collection benefit readers who previously did not have access to the translated works? Translation is just an amazing gift. That's one of the things I discovered and really loved about this project. If it's not translated, nobody outside a given language culture can possibly know that it's there. And some of these stories were chosen because they provide such surprising and counterintuitive insights into what communism felt like to the people who were living in it at the time. Um, several of the other stories, they're just sheerly beautiful and touching. And oddly, they all, in the end, seem to be about one basic thing, which is like, how can we be happy? So translation, um, I'm, I'm a fan now. I think translation is a really, in all kinds of ways, upcoming, kind of a resurgent field of both um, activity, actual translating, and, and also kind of scholarly study. And what kind of responses have you received about the book from readers? All kinds of <laughs> pretty strange things. So I, um, right off the bat, I was contacted by someone in Greece, a Greek journalist who did an extensive email interview with me, um, some questions similar to yours. I've been contacted by a guy in Thailand who has an English language literary blog and has decided to blog about every single story in the book chronologically. Wow. Um, the book seems to be selling well at Chop Suey, which is our local Richmond bookstore on Cary Street. And another thing that I'm really excited about is that WGN TV is set to pilot a whole series this fall starring Matthew Good, um, based on one of the most famous Soviet, one of the most famous Soviet science fiction novels whose um, authors, the Strugatsky brothers, also are featured in our book with an early short story. So you can look for that. It's going to be called, the series will be called Roadside Picnic, which is the name of the novel. And it's a really terrific novel. And I'm very curious to see what an American um, TV series does with it. Well, thanks for sharing. It's interesting how all these different cultures and media forms have come together uh -huh. around this. Uh-huh. And how would you envision undergraduate students using the book for their study and research or for pleasure reading? Um, well, we'll see because, <laughs> because my uh, freshman seminar this fall is going to read several stories from this book. So you'll have you'll, to ask them right. next semester. Yeah. <laughs> An experiment. Well, thank you, Dr. Howe, for your conversation. Red Star Tales, A Century of Russian and Soviet Science Fiction is available in Boatwright Library and the University Bookstore.